Who knows what the very first gift is a mother receives from the very own child. We didn't know many years ago, but latest research has revealed that in the mother's womb, the very first gift the child, the mother receives from the child is cells from the baby's own body. The baby literally, if we could turn the side lights up a bit more, guys, the baby literally shares its very own cells with the mother, and that actually lasts for many years to come. How cool is that? Let's give a thanks to God for that. That's cool. There's no, this special bond thing is far more than some romantic idea. Now, we got a good idea. When we put a list out for any good ideas, how, what you would like to see in the church, one of the good ideas was testimonies on a Sunday. And I thought it would be great if actually the testimonies preached the sermon. So we got a very special Mother's Day deal lined up for you guys. And here's the thing. If you're not the kind of romantic type, it's not one of those slushy ones. Because the Bible actually says the devil is defeated by two things. Number one, the blood of Jesus. Number two, the power of our testimony. So every testimony today that you're going to hear, you're going to hear a number. You're going to even hear some from around the world. Some fantastic little things lined up for you. And everyone is going to testify to the goodness of God and defeat the devil. Did you know there's no greater expression of the love of the Father on the face of the earth that you will ever see in anybody that's in a mother? The motherless task, if most are honest, can appear to be very thankless at times. Spend a whole day doing everything, and they walk in and don't even notice. <laughs> I've been guilty of that a thousand times. Now, I just want to say every person in this room has one single thing in common. Every single one of you have a great, most amazing mother. Now, the thing is that the other great thing about what we're doing today is it, we're in danger of extending your healthy life today. Because out of the Ten Commandments, only one comes with a promise. Only one comes a promise, and it's to do with your mother. It says in the commandments that if you honor, it says honor your father and mother so you may live long in the land. Or another version says so your days may be long. So I don't know you, I'm, I'm claiming a five-year extension for this one today. Uh, health, good health is a good thing. It's a promise that if we obey that command. Now, here's the thing. Your experience, Mother's Day can be a bit like Valentine's Day. It's all right if you get one. You know, even, you know, Elma sent me the same Valentine's card three years on the truck because she knows I don't read them. How sad a man am I? We saved her a fortune. I'm now read them. Your experience of a mother might not be perfect. Nevertheless, 
Nevertheless, even though your experience personally is not one of those perfect ones, we can give thanks to God for your mother because she had an option and she took the option and she gave you and I the greatest gift of life. Many ladies choose or the way life works out, don't give birth to their own children. And I want to say before I get started on the message, we honor every lady, and I'll tell you why. Because many ladies who don't have their own children actually spend their whole life mothering everybody else's children in so, so many ways. In children's work, in social work, on PA days, on bands, in youth work, in kids work, in hospitals, in theaters, theaters, in toddlers groups, in creches, in sports groups, pouring their life out to kids as if they were their very own kids. They are heroes. Come on, give it up. Sponsoring children, reaching them. Some of the best mothers on the earth don't actually have their own children, but they don't waste time. And we're celebrating that today. We're celebrating your own mother. We're celebrating that. And then also, unashamedly, we're celebrating the mothers in this house today. And I've got some great friends that are going to help me do that. A mother's love is a love like no other. But we're going to just set the foundations for this message coming up today. And the testimonies with 1 Kings 3, one of the greatest mother stories in the Bible. You know the story that's coming up. And the thing about this story is this. That it's all about trying to find out who the real mother is. There's some freaky, brilliant things about this story in Solomon's wisdom. Because here's the deal. The whole argument is about finding out the mother is. And even if they do that, here's the bottom line. We don't even guarantee who the parents are. Because just as we enter the scene, just remember this is pre-contraception days. This is pre-sonar zone scan days. This is pre DNA days. So, and the other deal is that God uses two women mothers in this story to introduce you and I to a depth of His grace you'll find in a mother like no other. And the, one of the reasons it, it would be almost impossible to know who the father is, even once we find out who the mother is, because God in His grace and goodness uses two prostitutes to open up this beautiful thing. No mother should ever feel they're too low. No mother should ever feel they're too failure. No mother should ever feel they're beyond the goodness and grace of God. Isn't it totally awesome that God opens this drama by choosing two prostitutes? The story begins in 1 Kings 3, 16. Now two prostitutes came to the king and stood before them, and one of them trembling and said, pardon me, Lord, this woman and I, we live in the same house. Step into the drama, guys. This story is filled with so much emotion and pain and compassion. This woman and I, we live in the same house. I had a baby while she was there with me. 
The third day after my child was born, this woman also had a baby. We were alone there and there was no one in the house but the two of us. During the night, this woman's son died. You cannot imagine the height of emotions going on in this room. So she got up in the middle of the night and she took my son from the side while, uh, from the side while I, your servant, was asleep. She put him by her breast and put her dead son by my breast. The next morning I got up to the nurse, my son, and he was dead. But then I looked at him closely in the morning light and I saw this wasn't the son I had born. The other woman said, no, the living one is my son and the dead one is yours. But the first one insisted, no, the dead one is yours and the living one is mine. And so they, got, they began to argue before the king. You know what it's like when an argument starts in your house. His head must have been nipping thing. Had he solved this one without a, D, without a, a DNA? The king said, this one says, my son is alive and your son is dead. While that, that one says, no, your son is dead and mine alive. Then the king said, bring me a sword. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. He then gave an order. Like, just pause for a moment. Once in agony, her son's died. And the you know, you could, you could decide what a bad mother or a good mother is if you like, but the love and passion, let's, let's just pause before we get into judgment. Just the love and compassion is so strong. And love, she expresses it all the wrong way and is unable to face the pain and she takes another child. This woman's son was alive and deeply moved out of love for her son. And said to the king, please, my Lord, give her the living baby. Uh, I've jumped ahead. I apologize. Bring me a sword. So they brought a sword for the king. He then gave an order, cut the living child in two and give half to one and half to the other. The woman whose son was alive was deeply moved out of love for her son and says to the king, please, Lord, give her the living baby. Can you imagine that? You, you, you wake up to a dead baby. Step two, it's not yours. Step three, your friend, your friend. And then step four, let's cut the baby down the middle. How much love? Don't ever judge anybody that gives the baby away because we never know the background. She says give the baby away. To save the baby's life, the mother was willing to suffer. Beautiful. But the other said, neither I nor you shall have him. Cut him in two. <laughs> you know, a real mother will give her life no matter what it costs for the child's happiness. A hireling will make the child pay the price. But a mother won't. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And the king, must be a happy moment for the king, said, give the living baby to the first woman. Don't kill him. She's his mother. When the heat is on, 
that's when you find out most what a real mother's like. Many mothers can be beaten, hanging by a thread, exhausted, praying, Lord, don't let that baby wake up one more night. And the baby cries after digging the husband in the ribs 300 times and he's still pretending he's asleep. The mother will pay the price. The mother will pay the price. The mother will pay the price. When all of Israel heard the verdict, the king, they held the king in awe because they saw he could administer wisdom. This story is full of skullduggery. It's full of all kinds of things. But actually, my heart goes out to both mothers because although one expressed the love wrongly, I still believe it was a mother's love. I still believe it's a mother's love. Because when a mother loses a child, it will go to any length sometimes. And I just want to encourage some of us that had struggles with your own mother. Maybe your mother didn't express her love in the way that suits your song she. But don't ever doubt the one who gave birth to you. And like Jesus birthed us with his blood and water, she bled her blood and water. And do you know what? Like I said last time, last week, sometimes life is so bare, we don't take a moment to stop and stare. Well, that's what we're going to do today. We're going to take a moment and stop and stare and enjoy some of the most awesome little tributes to some awesome ladies. And as we do, as we do, each one will choose an aspect of their mother and it's an aspect that reflects the character of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to see what Jesus really, really looks like, look at a mother because there you will find a level of sacrificial love even when the mind is tormented, when the body's racked, when they got nothing left, a mother will come up with the goods like Jesus did. And I don't think this is bad theology because God uses this very analogy himself when he said, O Jerusalem, O Jerusalem, how I wish to gather you up like a mother hen gathers her chicks. He uses that picture of motherhood to let us see what we sang this morning. You're a good, good, good. In Hebrew, the word he used was humdinging. Humdinging, Father. So here, in a moment, we're going to have the very first clip of the day. And keep in mind, we've just picked a random bunch here. If you're thing doesn't come up, it changes nothing. God birthed you as a great, great, in the womb of a great mother, you are great. Enjoy the very first testimony. Let's have it up here. Thank you. 
many reasons to thank God for, Mum. But that one shines out. She will not give up, regardless of any trial that comes her way. When things get more difficult, the praises get louder, she gets stuck into the word, and she starts to clear in God's promises over herself, over her family, over the church, over anybody that's important to her. Um, God's name will be raised high over that situation, and the singing will be loud. Um, When things are awkward or hard, she just digs in. She won't give up till she gets over the finish line. Um, An example of that is the Moonwalk Marathon several years ago. Uh, Mum did this. It was her first marathon through the night in her bras for ultimate humiliation um, to walk a distance round Edinburgh. When we're all shattered, Mum was doing it with women half her age, but she did not give up. Despite her body complaining loudly, she got over that finish line, collapsed and went to the medical tent. But as she says, the pain is temporary and the medal lasts forever. And that's how she lives her spiritual life as well. Thanks, Mum. I love you. Come on, give it up, guys. Lara mentioned that, um, you know, where is Sandy? Where is she? I don't see her. You're right there. You know, Lara did mention, you know. And thank God this Mother's Day for my special. Thank far. You just blew my cover up here. Thank you. It's like the adverts on the telly getting to see what's coming up. Well done. You know, uh, Lara mentioned that she didn't clarify too much that yeah, mum actually ran around the park in her underwear pretty much. But, but I don't feel it was appropriate to elaborate too much on that. But let's give it up for Sandy anyway. It was brilliant. Brilliant. And uh, we have another young man kind of, you may not know this young man too much, but, you know, every other week I hear rave reports about the young men and women in the youth group. And uh, there's a certain young man He's going to come up and read a tribute to his mom. You know what? As I said earlier, moms can go through the most horrendous things. You know, what do you do when you walk down the aisle? You fall in love. It's going great. Everything's going. You get, you get a million promises, a million promises, a million promises, and you wake up one day and boom, your whole world is falling apart. You know, you've gone off. What does a mother do now? You know, some mothers just want to put their head under the pillow with a bottle of pills and go to sleep. Some mothers just want to, I mean, how, how do you, is there life after? And then the second thing is, my kids, how do, how do I, how do I continue to reflect Jesus to them? How do I get that to the place where they don't turn against Jesus for what the father did? The next story is a young man I hear rave reports about every week. about a mother, and the crazy thing, this is not life after the bad news, they both are still going through this, and they're in the thick of the battle, but I want to ask you to put your hands together and welcome a young man, James Arthur, to the platform, please. Where is James? Come on, guys, give it up. Let's wake this thing up, it's cold. Speak right into there, sir. I thank God this Mother's Day for my amazing mom because of her friendship. When tough times come, you never fall if you have a great friend by your side. And my mom is the very best. I have so many reasons why I'm thankful for you, mom. And these are just a few of them. 
Thank you for giving me life. I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for being my number one fan and supporting me through everything. Thank you for teaching me to work hard for what I want and helping me through all the hardships to get there. Thank you for always making me laugh, no matter what. Thank you for putting your needs before mine and for cleaning up after me. Thank you for being more than just my mom, but my best friend. And the most important thing of all, thank you for your unconditional love for me. Mom, you mean the world to me, and I hope you have an amazing Mother's Day, because you really deserve it. Thank you for everything. I love you. You know, when, when, uh, when Jesus goes to the cross, when he goes to the cross, and, and he's on that cross, and you think, he must have nothing left. I mean, the Romans designed that death so you would stay alive as long as possible. A bit like what ISIS are doing today. You know, they're, they're told when you stone people, use a rock big enough to hurt, but not too big so they will die too quick. Jesus died a slow and painful death. And yet, in the heart of all that, Jesus comes up with the goods. Father, forgive them. And this mother... In this last year or two, he's gone through the closest thing to a crucifixion. And yet, today, you see the fruit of what the Father's love is like operating through a mother, hanging herself still in the same pain. And yet, you know, the fruit is one of the most awesome young men that's ever graced the front doors of the Vine Church. I'd give it up for this young man also, please. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was very nice. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know if we're going to get through this. But anyway, what do you do on Mother's Day? You know, I greeted one or two. I greeted three ladies this morning. You know, ladies are not used to getting compliments sometimes. I discovered that at 10 o'clock. Because three of them I went straight up in and said, Happy Mother's Day. They didn't even let me finish the sentence when they looked at me. Me. I mean, fair enough if I had my pink blouse on, but look at me, an obvious fat man, and said, happy Mother's Day to you as well. And then they kind of stopped me. Oh, wait a minute. And one even said, I mean, happy Father's Day. This, sometimes you just don't know how to respond, you know, if you're not used to getting too many compliments. But Mother's Day can be a challenge also when your most loved ones is on the other side of the world. And you, you're hearing everybody else, you're, you're hearing everybody else going down to Giocomo's for their coffee with their kids, and yours is on the other side of the world. That's where you're going, by the way, Alma. Um, so we thought we'd make up for that and bring, bring to the front of the scene, bring to the front of the scene a Mother's Day clip. Let's have it up. Let's have the next one up. this Mother's Day for my special mom because of the joy of Jesus she radiates to everyone. Just as her name is Joy, so is my mom. Through all the things of life that she's faced, the ups and downs, she continues to be joyful and thankful. My mom has taught me through her life to praise God and rejoice even in the darkest storms. My mom always thinks of others before herself 
and she's always serving and giving to both her family and her friends who are in need. My mom wears many hats. She's a wife, a mother, a grandmother, a sister, an aunt, a friend, a teacher. She's a caregiver and she juggles all of these things with grace. Anyone who spends time with my mom, I know you are blessed and encouraged and uplifted as I am. My mom loves the Lord above all else. He is her first love and it's evident by how she lives her life and treats those around her. The joy that my mom brings to her grandson Noah is one of the most wonderful things to watch. Distance has not affected their special bond that they have. When they're together, watching them play and laugh is just priceless and it means a lot to us. They particularly enjoy walks around the neighborhood, around the parks. They love to look at the moon, the owls, and plants, and they just love being outside. Noah and Grandma love to both be outside and Noah takes after his grandma in that respect. And he loves gardening and planting, just like Grandma does. Noah loves his grandma in Scotland. So we love you, Mom. We thank God for you. You are an amazing woman, an amazing mom. And today we just want to say thank you and we love you. And I just appreciate the, the legacy of Jesus that you have given to me and my family. Noah, do you have anything to say to Grandma? you have a little kiss? We love you. Happy Mother's Day. Ah. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. Come on, let's celebrate mothers. An amazing, amazing mother. And you know, you know, when a mother has a sick child, you see a, you see a delight. The one that Jesus carried everywhere he went. Said that everybody came to him. It could be a bleeding mother. It could be a blind man. It could be a cripple. It could even be a perfectly healthy person, but it's just a child. Jesus thrived on being heckled. He thrived on being interrupted, which he was all the time. And, and, and the sickness was never an interruption to Jesus. It was an opportunity to reveal an aspect of the Father's character like no other. When your first child is born, uh, we don't want that one just now, Peter, thank you. Anyway, if that's the one that's coming up, I'll tell you what, Peter. Sorry. Oh, you can't even see it. Sorry, Peter. <laughs> the man's a genius. He can put it on the roof and hide it from you. It's me, it's the dumpling. Sorry about that, But here's the thing. When your first child is sick and you're 24-7, and you pray, hoping the second one doesn't end up the same way. And then you pray for the third one, and all three, all three. And yet somehow, somehow that mother is able to dig deep enough to pour out the love of Jesus and raise free of the most amazing godly young people on this, in this land. 
So with that in mind, we have a young man I'd like to welcome to stage called Callum, who's going to talk about the delight of Jesus that is seen in his mother. Give it up for Callum. Come on. Cool beard, by the way. Thank God this Mother's Day because my mom is such a delight to be with. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 8 to 9 says, Listen, my son, to your father's instructions and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn your neck. Mom, everything you do for us is out of love for us. You drove us up and down to youth on Friday nights. You cooked us dinner every night. You clothed us. You encouraged us when we needed encouragement. You took care of us when we were sick. You made our packed lunches every day, even when we were 15, 16. You stayed with us when we were in hospital, and most valuably, you taught us the ways of the Lord. You read us stories from the Bible and prayed with us. You showed us how to love each other, even when we fought and argued. You loved us not only when we showed you love, but also loved us when we were grumpy and disrespectful. God has blessed us with such a beautiful, kind, and compassionate mum, who we are also very proud to call our mum. As it says in Proverbs 1, um, verse 8 to 9, which I read earlier, we are privileged to take the teachings you have given us into the rest of our lives and carry them daily like a chain adoring our neck. We don't tell you or show you often enough how grateful we are for having a mum like you, so we just want to say thank you for everything, including the unseen prayers you and dad have both prayed over us. We love you, mum. Thank you. Irish mum. Thanks, son. Thanks, son. Irish mum. Hey, hey, come on. Come on. Applaud it. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If your clip doesn't come up today, just keep in mind, if somebody asked me to do it at that age, it's something I'd find very, very, very difficult to do. And I've spoke to a lot of people, grown men, said, if, if I asked you to do this as a young man, oh, I couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. So I just want to encourage everybody just because your child doesn't find it easy to express it doesn't mean it ain't there. But you know, the faithfulness, the king knew he was onto a winner because he knew the real mom is the one with the faithfulness. The one who was so faithful to do the right thing at the right moment. And the next clip is coming up thousands of miles away. It's all about an aspect of the faithfulness of a mother and of a God who will not give up on you no matter what. Let's have the next clip up, please. I thank God for my amazing mom because of her awesome faithfulness. The thing with my mom is that you'll find her every day in the same spot right in our living room where she'll just worship and she'll read her Bible and she'll pray. And I love that she's there every day, no matter what. And what's amazing about those times is that she plays songs of worship and she sings along and she just, she'll play them consistently and she'll play them over a long period of time because she loves them and she loves the songs. And what's amazing about this is that she feels like it may only be happening in her room, 
but it just resonates throughout the house every single time so that we always hear it and we always are there with her in that time of worship and a lot of those times it's been Hillsong songs which I've been playing and I'm sure that's no coincidence as to why I'm here today and I just love that she just loves songs and she loves worship and she loves worshipping God and that and is faithful with that. Another amazing thing about my mum's faithfulness is that she's faithful in the tiniest of things. So some people may think, oh, I'll only listen to the big things, the big, massive miracles from God. But my mum listens to the smallest of things, the tiniest of details that she is always listening to. So whether it's just the tiniest of things, like just emptying the buckets a day early or something like that, she will do it and she will do it with a whole heart because she just always listens and she's so faithful. And I love so much, Mum, that you're so faithful and that you've taught me to be faithful and listening in the small things. Thank you so much. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Bye. Yeah. Come on. It's all right to get a wee bit excited, eh? Now, here's the thing is when the devil attacks a mother, attacks a mother in such a way to try to take him out the game, What's amazing about this clip is that when a devil attacks a mother and tries to break up the family and break this up and break that, everybody could think is their life after that. But we're looking, we're hearing about a mother. We're hearing about a mother who not only has been a mother to amazing kids and raised amazing kids and grandkids, but a, a mother who's been a mother to kids in schools and in, in children's work for many, many years, a mother in the leadership of this church, mothering so many other people nonstop for the best part of three plus decades. Was that tough to watch, Sally? Give it up, guys. Come on. Ah, we have one more coming up. You know, and some of you know this, but not everybody knows this. Some mothers get beat up. Not every mother gets beat up by the one she loves to the point where he goes to jail for doing the most horrendous things to the very own children. You couldn't think of a more scarred, beat up, broken lady. And you think, as a pastor, you think, well, we should make it with Jesus. And you think of those kids. And you think, is the grace of God big enough? Can the grace of God hold them? Can he keep them away from self-harming? And could they somehow come through with the love of Jesus on them? Those of you that know were able to see firsthand the supernatural inner strength God gives to a mother when she needs it most. Let's welcome to the platform a young lady who is the fruit and life after the worst. And it's the worst I know. You may be no worse, but it's probably the worst attack of the devil on any mother. And yet, the mother and the children have come through that and probably some of the greatest heroes we've ever had the opportunity to be in the presence of. Up to come, Rebecca, and give us your tribute for mom. Come on. Let's stand up for this one, guys. Let's stand up. 
if you don't mind. Even, even if nothing else to stretch your legs. Come on, give it up, guys. You're looking at the grace of God. You're looking at the strength of the living God. I would like to thank God this day for my mum because she is absolutely awesome. All through my life, my mum has always been there. She's been my rock when I haven't been able to cope. She's kept me going even though she, her heart is breaking inside. And um, you're like, you're such a strong and amazing woman and she doesn't even know it. It's like you've put your trust in God in everything. You've prayed countless prayers for all of us. You've taken us through. And in return, he's given you the strength of a lion. And you don't even know it, Mum. You are so strong. Like, Samson's got nothing on you. Um, and it's like, you just no idea how extraordinary you are, Mama. It's like, you've been a blessing to so many people. You've been a blessing to your family. You've been a blessing to the church. You've been a blessing to all your countless friends, Mum. And you will happily just put your hands up and you'll just say, if somebody asks you, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. You just put it up to it and you will do it. And you won't even look for a thanks in return. Mum, I just, I love you loads. You've changed my life. You've kept me going. And um, I love you, Mum. I love you. You're amazing. Rose, up you come a moment. Up you come, Rose. Rebecca, you've, you've, um, when was it you got your degree? Tell us when you got your degree and, and where and, and what it was. Well, um, I got my Bachelor's of Science last year in June. I'm getting my honours this year in July. And um, I'm off to do my Master's, which I'll be completed by next November. You know, this girl came to me and said, the most exciting thing about it all is I don't have to travel too far so I could still be here on a Friday night for the kids. Even though she's a kid herself in some ways, the way she shows up and mothers kids in the community here every Friday night herself is absolutely unbelievable. Rose, just take a quick minute to tell me how thankful you are to God and proud you are of this girl. Well, we've just started. <laughs> um, life's just been a roller coaster. Um, but even through the hard times, I had a lot of good support, a lot of people praying. Did a lot of praying myself. And um, I just think Rebecca's amazing. I think after everything she's been through in her life, she's strong, she's beautiful, she's intelligent. She's never got a brain to be me. <laughs> actually, I'm a scientist, Mum, and they're actually scientifically proven that 80% of a child's intelligence comes from the mother, so. Oh, well, there you go, then. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, I'm really proud of Rebecca. Um, she's come through so much, and yet she's just shone through, and even in her darkest times as well, just praying and just seeking God because, well, what else can you do? You can turn to a lot of things, but you'll find out that'll not bring you any joy or happiness. And um, she's been a strength to me as well. She's, she's um, just, just amazing. 
and I'm proud there. I'm proud of all my, my children. Um, you know what I noticed there, which was brilliant? Rose so much wanted to talk to you, but she couldn't keep her eyes off her daughter's eyeballs. The whole time she's like this. That's what Jesus does. He has his eyes fixed on you. The Bible says this brilliant thing. It says, and I forgot what it says. I'll come back to in a minute. All right. Give it up for the guys. All right, guys. <laughs> We've got three short ones. You doing okay, guys? Can you take another one? We've got three short more ones to go. And uh, I'll pray that you join us and, and have a coffee and a tea afterwards. I pray you join us in the house of prayer tomorrow night, you know, in the house of prayer. I, I noticed 50% of the years just switched off immediately since I said that. The house of prayer, it's a big week coming up for ladies, you know. Ladies are in more pressure in the world, mothers like never before. So join us in prayer house tomorrow. We're going to pray. Give thanks for mothers. We're going to pray for the mothers. The ladies meeting coming up is going to be awesome. This next one. You know, this young man's, the next one is a young man who's in a career, which is similar to being a pastor. It's one of those careers that, like, like people go, that's great, 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 but when are you going to get a proper job? And uh, I just love this clip so much. Let's give it up for the next one. I thank God this Mother's Day for my amazing mum because... She loves her family with a passion. And she didn't do what most mothers would do and freak out when I decided I wanted a career in the arts and something that's very unstable, but she has always been constantly supportive. And if it wasn't for her generosity, then I definitely couldn't be afforded the position that I'm in just now. So um, yeah, thank you, Mum, for all your continued support. And you can rest assured that you're one very, very special lady. Wow. Yeah. How many of you saw this young man on British TV this week on, on, on that program, Pointless? I never watched the quiz program of life. I'm hooked on that program now. I just saw him. It was so awesome. And, and I was amazed at him. And I thought, you know... He's just a transformed young man. He's just got incredible poise. He had been on the TV 20 years, but that doesn't come fall off a tree. And we give him credit because he, he did, he's worked hard at it. But he, as he said, he's doing something in the arts that not everybody gets. But his mother, his mother, he described her as being very special. She's one of the founding mothers of the Vine Church, not only mothering him, but mothering literally hundreds, if not thousands, of young people on harvest weekends, mothering people in this church through thick and thin. And I'm telling you what, if it wasn't for the strength of ladies like her and Linda and Kay and many other great founding members and founding laborers, Elma and I would have not lasted five minutes. And, you know, people say oh, this, that, and they give you compliments. And I say, don't give me compliments. You should give it to them. Because unless you've got somebody carrying you and befriending you, you're not going to get to the end of the street. And so put your hands together and thank God for one of the most amazing and the strongest, 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 dedicated and loyal mothers 
on the face of the earth. Unbelievable. If you could find a woman with more strength and more dedication, you let me know because it's been there all through, down through. And, and pray for young Jordan as he is a Christian there, a great Christian, doing what he can in the arts. And my dream is to see the kingdom advanced into the arts and all the other, all the other, all the other um, spheres of life. And it's wonderful to see the young man, as he said himself, it's not a stable career. He could have went and just got a 95, but it takes a lot of faith. Stand with us in prayer and keep him in prayer, please, and all the family. Now, <coughs> Jesus and his mercy didn't give people what they deserved. The next clip. It is a woman. I'm not exaggerating. I know I'm known for that, but I'm not exaggerating. You can't exaggerate the goodness of God, especially when it's expressed in a life of mercy that's second to none. Let's have the next clip up, please. Hi there, my name's Leah, um, and I just really wanted to thank God today for my mum, Muriel Turk, um, this Mother's Day. And there's so many things to be um, grateful for. Um, she's got the most beautiful heart, my mum does. Um, she's always got such upbuilding things to say. She's full of encouragement. I get a message or text message from her daily. Um, if I've not spoken to her on the phone, and she's always given me encouraging words, especially about my abilities as a mum myself now. Um, and I have to say, Mum, that I'm learning from the best. Um, despite facing her own challenges at times, my mum is extremely positive. Um, she hardly ever lets life get her down and she always finds the best in everyone in every situation. And I can honestly say I have never heard her say a bad word about anybody. Um, she's just very trustworthy and very loyal to her family and her friends. Um, and yeah, she's a, a, an amazing person to, to be around. Um, I really am thankful for my amazing mum this Mother's Day. Thank God for her because she's full of patience. She would do anything for me. She's always taken the time to, to teach me and especially as I was growing up, how to knit and cook and sew and, and bake and loads of other things that um, daughters learn from their mums and um, how to listen and put um, our needs before her own. And she always was and always um, has been amazing at that. I really thank God today for my mum um, because of her humility. She never looks for gratitude or recognition, um, but she unconditionally and willingly gives her time uh, to help me especially with my own children now, with Millie and Josiah. She's a great grandma and they really do love her. Um, they, she's really gentle with them and really patient and gives her time. She's not busy when they go around. She's just there able to play and make Play-Doh and do lots of nice things with, with grandma, um, as, as she is with me as well. Um, so, Mum, I just really love you. I love your nature. I love um, how giving you are and how loving you are. Um, and I really am so grateful to God for you. Mum, love you. Bye. Where is Muriel? Raise your hand high so I could see you. How good was that, Muriel? Now, I know you've done everything for your kids, but could you just do one tiny little more favor for this girl? Could you give her half a croon for the electricity meter? so she can afford to put the lights on the next day. And, and we can maybe see her a wee bit, but beautiful kids. But you know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
And it's dead true, by the way. You know, you're, we're sitting watching this, and, and I'm sure you won't mind me saying this, Muriel, but Muriel's health has been so attacked in such a way that it, it's a battle for her to walk from here to the front door is a huge battle. It's almost impossible for her to even hold her own grandchild and carry her across the room. Yet, nothing, nothing, I'm talking about nothing. You meet this lady in Asda and she's using the trolley to hold herself up, but nothing has hindered one droplet, the flow of the mercy of God and the goodness of God in that young lady regardless. And even though physically it's a struggle to hold, spiritually, as a founding mother of the church here, she has held every one of us and every one of you in her prayers and in her example, in her example of our credible love for Jesus. Give it up for one awesome, amazing founding mother. Very good. Now watch many of you on Facebook and you're here, there, and everywhere with your grandchildren and, and, and given endless hours and hundreds of hours. And if it's not your kids, it's somebody else's kids. And, and, and it's just marvelous. It's marvelous because the love, it keeps flowing and it keeps going. And um, I'm going to close with this one. And uh, we'll get the band up at the end of this one. And uh, let's have the last one up, please. Day to the beautiful Granny Elmo, and uh, I just hope you have an absolutely beautiful day. Um, I want to thank you for uh, being an absolutely wonderful mother, and uh, I've just got so such precious and treasured memories from growing up. I've always felt secure and loved, and we, I understand now, especially having four children, um, the sacrificial element of love that really gave up so much to to raise us up. And I've got such a happy childhood. And such great values have been instilled in me that have come down uh, from you, Mum. And uh, one of the things it talks about in Daniel is that Daniel was talked to, uh, it was, says of Daniel that he had a spirit of excellence. Twice in the book of Daniel, we hear of a spirit of excellence. And I really believe that you have that, Mum. And you've passed that down to your children, and that's gone on through to our grandchildren. Um, from from um, cooking, to cleaning, to speaking, to uh, spending time with people, whatever you do, you do with a, a real spirit of excellence over and above um, the, the, the normal. And um, really that has uh, set the example and set the bar that we've all um, aspired to, um, to uh, come, come up to. And so we're just very grateful and just want to wish you a, a happy Mother's Day. Just send all our love and appreciation from me and all my, my beautiful family. Come on, let's give it up. Let's give it up, guys. In summing up, you know, another founding mother, you didn't use the word grandmother, but, but um, four days, the best part of three, four days, we've probably spent 90% of it in a dark room trying to shake off the flu. And the most annoying thing is, I can't get her to switch the iPad off because she's looking for another scripture. 
another clip, another verse in the Bible, anything, 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 anything that would bless the ladies in the fellowship in the church of God. Five o'clock yesterday morning, we were wide awake, laptop up, scripture, worship. What do you think about this song? I got to the stage where I said, you know, you could sing Bob Dylan for all I care. Just, just get on with it, darling. Because we wrestled and wrestled and discussed and prayed. What would bless ladies? What would, what would encourage? What would inspire? And that, that's what you call excellence. And uh, I want to thank for every one of the ladies. But before everybody goes home today, I can ask you a favor. Number one, everything you heard about today is because of Jesus. And everything you heard about a mother today was a reflection and a deposit of Jesus. And no matter how tough things are for you in this moment, how tough can be, how much you feel your kids don't love you, abandon you, whatever, find new strength from the Holy Spirit today. Let the Holy Spirit come, inspire you and fill you let your spirit of God tell you, if, 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 if this lady whose husband went to jail can do it, I can do it. If this lady struggling with a grandbaby can do it, I can do it. If this one, you know, after marriage can do it, I can do it. And go home today with the knowledge that God formed you as a lady. And as far as he was concerned, you are the greatest lady on the earth because everything he does is the greatest. When he formed you in your mother's womb, let's take all the power and the truth and the principles of the example of Christ you just heard about in ladies today. And let's advance this church, advance the kingdom, and go on Thursday night, go on prayer meetings, go on to men's breakfast, go wherever we go. Make a decision, yes. We're going to be like that lady. We're going to be like that one. We, no matter what the devil throws at us, Jesus is greater. Not only know your love today, feel loved. Feel the power of the Holy Spirit as I'm speaking. Just let the Holy Spirit come on you in this moment and heal every one of your wounds. Heal every one of those attacks of anxiety and depression. Latest research, looking at the difference between the brain and the mind, indicates there's a part of the mind that when you trigger it, it just goes on and on and on like a hard drive. Fears, anxieties, worries. But there is a way to interrupt that flow of negativity and depression in your brain. There's a way to interrupt it. And one of the greatest ways is to be like a mother and just start one more time, begin to praise and love Jesus. Let the love of Jesus come on you. And you will know, and, and this is what the Holy Spirit, I believe, is doing right now. If you allow me just to suggest this. This is the verse of for God ever. For, you know, the verse of forgot ever. He will keep in perfect peace whose mind is steadfast 
on thee. When you do that, that hard drive rant that can drive you nuts for a solid hour, two hours, is basically the devil putting a switch on and telling you you're no good, telling you your failures, telling you your struggles, telling you your kids are hanging by a thread, telling you everything is going to go wrong. But that, I want to prophesy that verse to every mother and every person that's building today. Prophesy to you. He promises to keep your mind in perfect peace if you're steadfast and loyal to Him and place your 100% trust in Jesus to come through for you the way He came through for these mothers. Would you join me in standing and finish this sermon with a 60-second applause for the gift of motherhood to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Come on, guys. Let's give it up.